Absolute Radio is where you can hear Prince, Mumford and Sons, and I will wait, I will wait for you, and the Killers. Can you read my Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Absolute Radio is the home of rock and roll football. Barclays Premier League football commentary every Saturday afternoon. My name's Dave Gorman. Uh, joined as always by Macapaka. Good evening, Macapaka. Good evening. Uh, I, we'll talk in a minute, but tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm interviewing Ringo Starr from the Beatles. You are indeed. I am interviewing Ringo Starr of the Beatles. Uh, tomorrow, and it will go out some point this week. I, I know not when. I don't care when to be. I, I don't care if we never play it out, but I'm going to sit at home and I'm going to have it put onto a cassette, onto a C90 <laughs> on a loop, just continuously on both sides of the C90. I'm going to put it into my tape player, have it on the thing where it auto-changes when it gets to the end, <laughs> and just sit there and listen to it in a darkened room whilst touching my penis. That's what I'm doing for the next six months of my lives. For I, dear listener, tomorrow have got ten whole minutes with a Beatle. Thank you. <laughs> What are you doing with your life tomorrow at midday, kids? Huh? Nothing! It's a bloody beetle, that's what! It's Ringo Starr, my favourite beetle! Do I dare? Do I dare? Take something to be signed. I don't know because he doesn't sign stuff anymore. Really? He doesn't sign stuff. He, it was the big furore years ago. Oh no, about a year ago, six months ago, where he said he doesn't sign stuff anymore. And I've, at home, I've got my. I was going through my Beatles CDs, going, well, which would be the best to <laughs> sign? And of course, the what? Here's the question, kids. Here's the quiz question of the evening, dear listener. What is the best Beatles album to get signed? Now, not necessarily the best Beatles record. Not saying that. It's an obvious answer. O double three o one two three twelve fifteen. What is the best Beatles album to get signed? It's a simple. It's a simple answer. O double three o one two three twelve fifteen. So I have this CD on my um, dining table at home. It's there, mm. and I've got a pen and, and everything. And I'm thinking, do I take it? Do I? Do I dare? Do I dare ask for a photo and ask for Ringo, one of the Beatles, to sign this Beatles CD for me? You could just leave it on the table in front of him with the pen and just look at it and go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I could do. I don't know. It, it's one of those things. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity too good to miss. Yeah. I'm, I'm never going to meet a beetle again. I, I doubt very much, however much I want him to, 
it's very unlikely at the end of it he's going to say, oh, that was a good interview, Ian. Do you want to come round my mansion for tea? <laughs> oh, hang on, line one might know. Line one, what's the best Beatles album to get signed? This, this, oh, this has got to be Hard Day's Night or Help. Oh, get lost. No! What are you talking about? There's, there's, one, there's one album that's so obviously the best album to get signed. Line two, what's the best Beatles album to get signed? I don't know, mate. Oh. What, what are you calling in for? You've got a good posse tonight, mate. It's going to be a good show. Well, thanks very much. That's very kind of you. Yeah, isn't it, considering I'm not normally very kind? No, but I know that, you're, you're, <laughs> I know that you've got a girlfriend who's slightly um, better looking than you and you're getting your end away a bit, so... Things oh, must be man, working I out get for you. It three times a day, no messing. Yeah, she's getting it six times a day though. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously one album that is the best. The, the, the best album to get signed. Not necessarily the best listen, but it's the best album to get signed. It's obvious. Can't, I can't believe you haven't got it. Oh, double three oh. One, two, three, twelve, fifteen. So that's. Oh, hang on a minute. Line one might get this. Yes, line one. What's the best Beatles album to get signed? Okay, that's that's not really taking us anywhere, is it? But thank you so much for that. So much appreciated. Uh, there's a couple of people calling in. Let's try some of these. Let's try uh, line two. What's the best Beatles album to get signed? The White Album. The third, ladies and gentlemen, it's the White Album. Of course it is, because it's completely white. There's nothing on it <laughs> apart from a slightly raised The Beatles. That's it. Let's see if line three was good. Line three. What were you going to say? I'm going to say Sgt. Pepper, because it's the best album. No, it's, well, it's not. Sgt. Pepper's rubbish and overrated. And also, there's too it's much... It's not rubbish. Oh, it's... How can you say it's rubbish? It's the best album. It's the most hippie album. It's really good. Uh, it's not. It's got It's got three good songs on it. No, it's got about 12 good songs on it, actually. It's, well, no, it's got three. It's got Down the Life, it's got Sgt. Pepper, and it's got Sgt. Yeah. Pepper Reprise, and that's they it. They make up for the other ones that you don't like, obviously. They're all rubbish. But also, there's too much going on in the cover. If he signs that... He might sign the bottom where it's a bit dark and you won't see it. No! What? It's got to be the White no. Album. No, not the White Album. White is boring. No, it, but, it, but it, imagine that. You've got a white CD cover with Ringo Starr's name <laughs> written on it by Ringo Starr. <laughs> you fool. Yes, line two, what do you want? Hello, just like to say, uh, you should take all bloody albums in. Eh? I should do what? Take all bloody albums in and get them all signed. I should get every album ever made by anyone in the world. No, bloody Bill Beatles, you bloody Beatles. <laughs> There's the best bit. There's the best. <laughs> You're listening to the best bit podcast of the Ian Lee Show. Line three, yes. Hello, I think it should be Sandra Pepper. Sandra Pepper? Yeah. <laughs> he said Sandra Pepper. He, he said Sandra Pepper. <laughs> So, uh, th- th- stay tuned. To, uh, well, don't stay. T- well, stay tuned if you want. But d- tune back in tomorrow at eleven o'clock to hear how it went with Ringo Starr. Did I have the balls to ask for a photo and a signed CD? Probably not. I very rarely do in those instances. Very rarely do. You do. You do know that there's a chance you maybe it may be filmed as well. <laughs> God, I've actually got. It's like I'm making a porno tomorrow. It's, I'm, I'm that excited. That's tomorrow at twelve o'clock. 
So the thing is, I'm doing this morning in the morning, so I'm up at half seven, so no sleep. Then straight from reviewing the papers on that, off to um, to meet Ringo. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a nervous wreck. Midday tomorrow, kids, I, you know, listen, I don't necessarily believe in all this cosmic uh, hubu-jubu, but if you could, just say a little prayer for me at midday tomorrow. Send out some positive vibes so that I can, you know, we, we can make this happen and it, it, it'll, it'll be awesome. It, there's, it, it, I'm sure he's going to be lovely and charming. That'll be wonderful. Even if he was grumpy and told me mm. to start off, I'm still getting told to start off by Ringo Starr. <laughs> Brilliant! I'll have that. Whatever he does, if he were to do a dirty protest whilst I interviewed him, it wouldn't matter. It is Ringo flipping Starr. I am genuinely over the moon. I'm meeting. I'm meeting a Beatles. I haven't told my mum yet. Really? I haven't told my mum. My mum will be jealous. Is she a massive Beatles? Huge fan? Beatles fan. She will say, "Oh, ask him if he remembers me when I saw them in concert in 1964." <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't think he will, Mum. Oh, Six hundred to the left. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think he's going to remember. So I'm very excited. So I'm doing that. Uh, the, the weekend, Macapaca. What did you get up to? Anything exciting? Um, I um, watched people running. Yep, yep, yep. Which you partake? I did. In. I did. I will be um, uh, bragging about mm. my uh, marathon attempt later on. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, well, so we won't talk too much about no, it. No, no, but no. I was one of those people watching with a you know a, Lazy. Can, a can of lager and Lazy. I felt so inadequate as yeah, a human you are. being. You are you are you and I can say this now as someone who uh, ran at least a part of the marathon yesterday I am better than you. <laughs> you are indeed. I am better than you. Yeah, you are much better. Anything Saturday? Uh, I was at work I was here. Oh great. Well, dear listeners you heard there I ran uh, the marathon on Sunday, and to make it even better, and to make me even better, I was—I think—I'm the only person who ran the marathon that wasn't being sponsored. I made a conscious effort. I didn't want to raise any money for charity at all. I was doing this purely to feed, fuel, and stroke my ego, <laughs> and because I'm a celebrity. And it's kind of nice for celebrities to be seen out in public. And to make matters—well, uh, some would consider this worse—I was paid. A significant amount of money, more than uh, £1,000 each, by five different charities. To, really? Yep, I was paid. By charities? I was paid by charities. So somewhere, there's some kid, I don't know, <laughs> there's some kid in Africa who's not getting <laughs> a meal and some spectacles because that money was going to me uh, to buy me some like running shoes and stuff. There, there must have been very good running there shoes. There is a disease that, that, that the cure, they almost found a cure. It's been put off by another <laughs> six months because they gave me money. To run the marathon. This is this is how cool it was. Uh, so if you ran the marathon on Sunday, big up yourself. If you didn't, shame on you. Shame on you, you lazy, lazy, good-for-nothing, useless, insignificant, worthless, snivelling little worms. I did the first two miles. You know when you run? Right? This is true. Yeah. You know when you run constantly? Yes. Um, you, uh, you it, I don't know how to put this delicately... It upsets your bowels and your stomach. Everything is like bumping up and down, but yeah, your body's yeah. not designed for that anymore. Evolution has got rid of that. So you do it. Uh, and what happens is it loosens your sphincter, uh, and uh, basically, I pooed myself. It's no shame in that. There is no shame in that at all because um, athletes regularly poo themselves whilst running long distances. I, put, I did poo myself after two miles, which is um, <laughs> I, perhaps I should have gone before the race. I was unsure. I thought maybe I could make it. Anyway. So two miles, I'm literally, I'm running along. I'm just, my, my anus opened and poo everywhere, right? <laughs> and it's a, so I, I was like there, like, oh, God, I'm too... And luckily there was an old lady in the, in the thing and she kind of spat on a tissue and wiped me down and everything. <laughs> so I was a bit disorientated, right? So I had that. And, and then I thought, well, I'm going to have a coffee, you know, because I was near a Starbucks. So I had a coffee. <laughs> So I'm a bit <laughs> two miles in. Two miles in. I'm not messing around it. It wasn't for charity, so it didn't matter. <laughs> so I did that. 
And then I started running. I thought, well, I've got to carry on doing this. So then I ran. And I ran for about another two miles. I thought, this all looks a bit... This all looks a bit familiar. I'd run back to the start. <laughs> I'd run back to the start. So, I'd, but so technically, this is the thing. Technically, I'd run four <laughs> miles. Legally, I'd run no miles. I'd run zero miles. So I had to start again and go back the other way. Bloody nightmare. Bloody nightmare. Weren't there thousands of people? Were you like a salmon up a stream? Well, I did think it was odds. <laughs> I thought, what, what are they, what's, what's happening up ahead? What are they running from? Is there a fire or something? So anyway, <laughs> yeah. anyway, I managed to, to got to the... I, I didn't get right to the beginning. I saw the beginning, realised my mistake and went back. So I ran about an island and a half that way. So then I managed to run back. It had half our work, that marathon. Mm. When everyone said, oh, you should be doing some training and stuff, and I was like yeah. poo-pooing them, maybe I should have done some training. <laughs> maybe I should have done some training. So anyway, I finished... Uh, in five hours, which is, I say finished, I got to 19 miles. I thought, you know what? I am knackered. <laughs> Stuff this, I'm going to go home. And I did. So I didn't, technically, I didn't complete it, but I, I'm still better than anybody who didn't attempt to run in the marathon yesterday. Did you have to give a certain percentage back to the charities? No, 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 no. I did tell them. I, t- I, I, I told them I finished it. I said, oh, yeah, well done. I finished it. Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, lovely. Cheers. Got me a nice Starbucks. Um, so I, I didn't technically finish it, but, you know, it, it doesn't matter. You ran 19 miles. Who, what did you do yesterday, loser? Nothing. You, <laughs> I'm speaking to you, Macca, and I'm speaking to you, listener, losers. And someone tweeted me saying, oh, so everybody that didn't run the marathon is a loser. Does that include doctors and nurses who are saving lives? I, I saw that. I wrote back saying, yes. <laughs> Yes, it bloody well does. <laughs> and then I wrote back saying, actually, that was a joke. Of course it doesn't. I respect the nurses and the doctors. Yeah. But if you're a fireman and you weren't running the marathon, <laughs> Jesus, what were you thinking? Unbelievable. <laughs> so tonight, dear listener, we're celebrating successful achievements, attempts, anything valiant you've done. If you want to rub it in the face of those lazy, good-for-nothing stoners who listen to this rubbish ass of a show, 0330 12.15, we'll take your calls after this. Oh, other people want to try you, girl, and I hope... Someone told me something interesting yesterday, that the women's course for the marathon is half a mile shorter than the men's course because because of their breasts, they can't run as far as, far as men. Is that true? Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, 12.15, the strokes. This, Mecca, some fool on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee, said the White Album is the only album where Ringo sings two songs. Don't pass me by and carry that weight. What's wrong with that statement? Oh, I'm on the spot. Um, he sang more than one song. What? He sang more than two carry songs. Carry that weight is on Bloomin' Abbey Road. He oh. sings he sings <laughs> Don't Pass Me By and Good Night on the White Album. For goodness sake, what what is the point of me coming in here and really, really, I've been in this, this building since five o'clock this evening prepping this show. Uh, and it turns out you're all idiots. You are all idiots. You and you, dear listener, I'm pointing at the microphone and hoping that the finger is reaching out through the speakers or your headphones and just just an inch away from your nose and you're pulling back slightly uh, in terror, but also realising I am correct. You are an idiot. Uh, Dave is in Malden. Good evening, Dave. Good evening, Mr Lee. How are we? You don't care. Move on. OK, <laughs> First one is yes. Um, you're going to see Mr. Ringo. Stop. Oh yes, I am tomorrow at midday. Did I mention right. that? You're more worried about yourself getting a CD signed. Yeah. 
He did Thomas the Tank Engine, your little boy, get him to do a message. Boy's never seen Thomas the Tank Engine yet, so it don't mean nothing, Dave. You can't have that one, sunshine. But you're, oh, I'm sorry, you left that one up your sleeve no, for when he's naughty. No, 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 no. I'm not. <laughs> don't listen. I, in in this equation, I am more important than my mother and my son. All right. This is very rarely I put myself above those two people, but I am oh. more important than those people tomorrow at between the times of twelve o'clock and ten minutes past. Right. The second thing, if you're yes. going to be selfish, like that, I know, I'm going to be. I'm going to be very thing, selfish. The second thing is, because Macapaca's there, he did beat you at the party. Don't argue. He did. We, we didn't at all. He was when, cheating. When you did a party, he didn't yes. cheat. There's none of this about reverbing his voice. He was reverbing holding his, your breath. He, was, he held his he breath was, longer was, than you did. He it was reverb. I will do no such thing. He was. Re, it, well, you proved from your first point you're an idiot. He was reverbing his voice. He was doing some technique where he stopped making the noise. He was going, uh, e e e e. Do you want to go? Excuse. Do you want to go, David? I'm not hard enough. There we go. You see. Oh, double three oh. Uh, one two three. Twelve fifteen. There's a telephone number. There if you want to give me a call. Talk about lots of things tonight. It's going to be a, a, a busy night. Monday's kind of normally a little bit rubbish, but tonight I'm on. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Talking about uh, meeting with your star tomorrow. A little bit nervous. A little bit nervous. Any questions you'd like me to ask him? Don't be rude. And uh, you know, there's no. My tongue is nowhere near my cheek when I tell you I'm genuinely excited. He's over with the All Star Band. Uh, they're doing uh, some gigs throughout June. I'm hoping to go to the one at Hampton Court, which is on June the 17th. I'm supposed to be doing a gig with Barry from Watford in Watford then, but to be honest, I'd rather go and see Ringo. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tempted. I'm probably going to pull a sickie out of that gig and, and, and not do that and go and see Ringo Starr instead. So any questions you think I, I should ask? Then please let me know. 033 uh, Yesterday I ran the marathon. Yeah, kind of. I stopped at 19 miles. I could have I could have finished it, but it was just it really hurt. It really hurt. And I sort of thought, I'm not getting sponsored. You know, what's the point? I've, I've done more than most people. So what have you achieved recently? What have you done that you can kind of just rub in the face of those who haven't done it? Uh, and if you weren't sponsored yesterday, well done you. Well done you. Let's go to uh, John. John has given us no location, which means he's a mysterious man of mystery. John! All right, mate. All right, John. How's it going? Yay! Yeah, you're sounding on fire, mate. All um, fire. I'm, I'm all cylinders are firing. I, I'll peak in about 15 minutes, and then the rest of the show will be a bit of an anticlimax. So enjoy it while it lasts. Sounds like my sex life. Hey, listen. Did, oh, John, how old are you? About 42? Yeah, yeah, you're that, though. 46. So, yeah. it, it, <laughs> when, when did it start? Getting, when did sex stop being a pleasure and start being a bit of a chore? Uh, about a year ago. Oh, really? Because I've started already. I-, I think it kind of started in my late 20s for me. Like, my- I wish I wish I was getting sex when I was 17, right? Because I was... I can say it. I was hard all the time, right? And once... I think I can say this on the radio, John. I'm going to phrase something in a way that only a gentleman will understand. Once, when I was 16 years old, right, I uh, had the flu, so I had the day off school, and I managed to do something 14 times in one day. 
Nah, you're joking. Fourteen times. The fourteenth time I did I did fire sand, but up until then, fourteen <laughs> times in one day. I can't even do it fourteen times in a year these days. I'm like, <laughs> this was on my own. I should stress. This was on my own. There was no one else there. I was, you know, just so you know. Anyway, we, we, you weren't thinking about it yourself at the time. On, only on three of them. Now, John, you've <laughs> called in and you've taken us down a very, very unpleasant route, so shame on you for that. What have you got for us? Uh, I once took part in a boxing bout at West Ham Football Stadium. Oh, oh yeah, go on. And the ironic thing was it was for a, a, an anti-bullying charity. Hey, there we go. <laughs> well done. This is, this, but you, you've introduced a new topic into the arena, and I like that. Uh, ironic... Boxing matches. No, hang on, that doesn't work. There's a topic in there somewhere, dear listener. If you can think of it, because I can't. O double three o one two three twelve fifteen. And did you um, did you beat the other fella up? Of course I did. Well, well done. I would love. Uh, did you have head guards? Yeah. Yeah. Amateur stuff. I, I I would love more than anything to punch a man in the face. Really, with all of my just to see how much I've got, all of my strength. Punch a man. In the face. Is it a really good feeling? Uh, getting hit's a good feeling. I do like that. Sorry? Yeah, 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 yeah I know. Going back to the bedroom again, <laughs> Jonathan. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, so, it's true. It, does, it feels right somehow. I know it's wrong, but it does feel right. So you, it will be fair to say you like getting battered in the ring? <laughs> oh, thank you very much. You see what we did there? Didn't he take that down? Didn't he take that down a dark cul-de-sac that we didn't need to go to? Ever punch someone in the face? I would love to. It's not an invitation for you punks to come up to me in the street and challenge me like I was Bruce Lee or something. But I would love... If any of you want to volunteer for me to punch you full in the face with all of my strength... I had to do some filming last week. And uh, in in it, there was... It's it's like a thing about spectrums. Video game history of spectrums. Video game history. And uh, there's a bit where I sort of pretend to be a schoolboy getting bullied. And I said to this guy, right, give me a, I want you to give me a dead arm. Right? And he did one take, and I was like, no, you just pretended, and that'll look like you're pretending on the camera. So what I want you to do is I want you to walk past and really give me a dead arm with all of your might. Don't worry. It won't hurt. It, you know, it really give me... And he went for it. Oh, it, re- oh, it smarted. Oh, dear. He was a big fella. And I didn't make the connection. But, of course, I had to then go, well done, good take, no, good take. And I'm I'm thinking, please, please, director, tell me you've got that, because I cannot do that again. If you have to go for a second take, I will have to tell you that I uh, am in a lot of pain. We didn't do a second take. But for the rest of the day, my left arm was held limp by the side of my body. O double three O. One, two, three. Twelve, fifteen is the telephone number. There are topics out there. I think you can probably work your head around it. Ah, another thing. Well, no, I'll do this later on. I wonder, Maka Packer. Hello. There's been a lot of protests recently, student protests, protests, and democracy, anti-cuts, all of these protests, yeah. right? And I've not been on any of them, because to be honest, I don't really care. <laughs> but I, I don't care about anything. No, I, I care about nothing. But I, I'm kind of thinking we should have a protest for the show. We should, we should all find something that we're all kind of a little bit peeved about. Yeah. Make up some banners and placards, all agree to meet at a certain place at a certain time on a certain day, and have a little protest. I'm definitely... It'd be good, wouldn't it? You'd be up for that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so listen, this is what we need you to do, is we need you 
to tell us what we're all a little bit peeved about. You know, nothing that we're furious about. You know, not like we, we should close Guantanamo Bay or, or pull out of Libya. None of that stuff, you know. Just stuff you're a little bit, oh, oh that gets on my nerves. You know, maybe they should show cash in the attic in the evening instead of in the daytime. <laughs> Something like that. O double three O. One, two, three, twelve, fifteen. I want to start a campaign and a protest for this show, but I don't know what I have feelings about. I need you to tell me. There's plenty there. Marathons, dead arms, punches in the face, <laughs> and protests. God, this is a year's <laughs> worth of show material I'm just spaffing out into the Atmos this evening. Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. are the cause of most house fires. Fire kills. You can prevent it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, who's been on the line the longest? Scott! Oh, hang on a second. Why is that not working? There we go. Scott! Hello, are you? Scott Stewart, are you yes. Pain after, uh, are you in any pain after your month in the tent yesterday? Am I doing what? Are you in any pain? Yes, I've got very uh, s- stiff buttocks. Oh, wasn't the answer I was expecting? I was expecting ankles or knees or something. Oh yeah, they're but, a little um, bit sore, but my buttocks are really, uh, really stiff, and they could. Do, I need oh, someone well, to massage them. Give me a deep, uh, deep tissue massage. Are you offering? Well, no, I'm not willing to do that. I'm afraid. That's a shame. That's but, a shame. Um, where, where, where was it you pulled out? Uh, it was. It's about 19 miles. Okay. Well, do you know the marathon route well? Because yeah, I'm kind of new to London, and I went down. Yeah. and observed at um, Potler High Street. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Kind of, I think it's between 19 and 20. And I don't know if this is a usual thing for Milestone Runners to do. Yeah. But I was standing at the side, and it's quite next near a little Tesco's. Yeah. And this old, this old man comes over to me, and he just says, look, mate, I'm running a marathon. Go in there and buy me a red, red oasis. Yeah. No, please. Oh. No, no, not anything like that. And, and I felt yeah. obliged. I, yeah. I felt it was like a... Now, was he really running the marathon, or was he just wearing um, short shorts and a little vest in the hope that he could blag us a, a week shopping for free? Well, that's, that's what I was thinking. It was um, because it was just round a corner. He could have just kind of jumped out yeah. there, couldn't he? And then the, he went up to uh, someone else right after you and said, oh, listen, I'm running a marathon. You couldn't get us a packet of fags and a chicken, could you? <laughs> That's what he was well, doing. He was getting his whole shop done. Sod. Well, I went in, and yeah. then I realised that he didn't say please, he didn't say anything like that. So I went in, and then just, just, just to make myself feel a little bit better, I bought him Orange Oasis. Yeah, in your face, shop. marathon and runner! Then went, and then I went back over, and the cheek of him, he didn't say thank you, he said ask for red. And I was like, well, they only had orange. Are you sure he wasn't just so, a homeless bloke? Because they can get a little well, bit arsy sometimes. I do attract them. They all come up to me. I always end up giving them something as well. I, I, I don't know what it is about me. There's a homeless guy. There's a very me. nice homeless guy near where I live, and we, we have a little chat every now and then. I, 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 up until a while ago, I would offer to buy him food, and would, would say, well, you see, we'd always be outside Marks and Spencers, right? And I'd say, like, I don't want to buy the big issue, because, let's be honest, it's not written that well. Would you like um, me... To, would you like something to eat? Oh, yes, I'd love a, love a sandwich. So, well, so one day I said this, would you like something to eat? Oh, yeah, I'd love a, a BLT sandwich, right? From Marx's. So it's going to be quite expensive, and it's got meat in, so I'm not going to eat it. So I bought it, and I came out, and he buggered off. <laughs> He'd gone. So then I spent ten minutes, literally ten minutes of my very precious time, I'm a celebrity, walking around Muswell Hill, trying to find him. And I thought, well, so I, I took the sandwich home, and it didn't get eaten, so that's, that's a waste of food. Uh, and then I saw him like two or three weeks later. I went, what, what happened? I bought you the sandwich. He said, oh, I forgot. And I went home. Forgot? I thought, 
And, and he then went he went home. Exactly. He went home. Ah. So he's just a, basically, he's just a bloke. And then, and then my wife, my wife has seen him use a mobile phone. Really? Yeah. And she's like, what, what's a homeless person doing with a mobile phone? And you've got to think. Yeah. And I've tried to come up with arguments saying, well, you know, maybe someone bought it for him. Maybe it's, you know, people phone him. He's got a mobile phone. I used to live down in Portsmouth and saw a guy who's a homeless person I've given money to in the past yeah. walk out of Nike uh, shop yeah. in the in Gunworth Keys, which is like the designer oh, outlet. Gunworth Keys, yeah. And he, yeah, had a, yeah. he had a shopping bag with yeah. new shoes in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, there's another bloke, right, around there, who goes and he goes and sells the biggest shoe. Then he goes to the most expensive shop in, in Muswell Hill, the... the um, uh, it's like the organic shop, the shop I can't afford to shop in, <laughs> and he goes and buys a load of stuff in there. I can't afford to buy stuff in there, and I used to be on the telly. Unbelievable. It's, 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 quite, it's quite good money that you go begging. You can get about 80 pounds a day, apparently. Oh, it's not great, sweet. But... It's, it's not bad, is it? Yeah, you're sitting on the floor, and you could be doing something strenuous, difficult. Scott Stewart, you've certainly given us uh, not food. Bad, oh, thought that's yeah, me. Andy! Yes? Turn your radio off. Sorry. That's all right. What can I do for you, boss? Uh, phoning up about the um, ladies in the marathon. Yes, the the late. Someone told me this yesterday. The the ladies' marathon course is shorter than the men's for medical reasons. Yes. Load of rubbish. Well, what makes what you say that? With, what about ladies with no boobs? Well, there's plenty of them run. Well, there's plenty of them that run, but there's plenty of them. That I would I would say, and I've not counted, Andy. I've not looked at the statistics recently. I would say that more ladies with boobs run than those without. Uh, and that the organisers, and the organisers in this health and safety obsessed age that we live in, <laughs> um, have decreed, and apparently this is true. It's been like it for the last few years that the women's marathon route should be shorter than the men's. Should be, or it is. It is. I don't know. I don't know. You've got, well, hang on a minute. Within 30 seconds, you've gone from <laughs> totally disbelieving it to you're not sure. If I were to do a little bit more work on you, Andy, I'd have you convinced and you'd be protesting that it should be reduced they to even start more. They the same place and they finish in the same place. They don't start in the same place. They don't? No, they don't. It looked the same place to me. It isn't. <laughs> oh, my I know, God. I know for a fact they don't start in the same place. <laughs> I'm stunned. You're stoned? Ah, that would explain it, Andy. Not on a school night. No, never on a school night. Thank you. Thank you. That's why it didn't work for a year. Thank you very much. It's the holidays, isn't it? It's... Oh, it is the... Is it the holidays? Isn't it? It's the holidays. Could be. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three. Andre, Catania, Wayne, Vicky, be with you after this. Someone dropped off the line there. I don't know who it was. But that person is officially a loser. Oh, someone told me there's a bootleg recording of um, Charlie Sheen doing the stand-up. It's the stand-up. I use that term loosely. His live show. Is there? I wouldn't mind hearing that. I bet it's a stinker. Let's go to... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to say this. Catania... Hello. Is that, did I get that right? Yeah, you can call me Cat, though. Hello, Cat. Hello. I like the name Cat. It works. It works on so many levels, Cat. <laughs> Apart from, um, who's the tarty woman on EastEnders? Cat. Cat. Oh, Cat's later. Oh, yeah. I wish my so... wife. I wish my wife dressed like her. 
Oh, no. Is she from Molten Keen? No, she's not. But my wife's hot, right? So she would look hot dressed up in Cat Slater's prostitute outfits that she wears. Uh, I'm vaguely horrified now. So was she when I suggested it to her. I bet she was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then it was that thing where I suggested to her, in all seriousness, going, oh, you see that that short, tight skirt and the boots and the the big... You should dress up like that. And she got really angry, and I had to go, what what are you getting angry for? I was only joking, and inside I was going... I wasn't, yeah. Oh, God, we'd have so much fun. Anyway, Kat, you've called in. What can I do for you? Hello, um, I'm going to start the boring Hello. Um, topic of dead arms, yes, which go on. you brought up. Yes. Um, I am a genius for the dead arm. Because, a, ge- um, a genius for the dead arm? Well, you have a good technique. Well, no, I, I actually had a stroke, actually, sorry, actually, yeah. had a stroke back in 2009. Wow, how old were you? are you? I'm, I'm 25 well, t- now. So you were, 20, you were 23 then? I was 23, You had yeah. a stroke at 23? I know, I know, karma can, and all that. Well, no, but, can, um, can I ask why? Were you, were you caning it? What Was there any reason? No, I was no as a good girl. Oh, just suddenly man. one day, had a stroke, airlifted the hospital. I was just like, oh, well. Wow. Um, what does it, facet, what does it feel like to have a stroke? Um, you know, it was just like my arm was all, well, the whole one side of it yeah. was all jellyfied. Yeah. I can't wow. think of a more descriptive. Jellyfied is an phrase. excellent, excellent description. I'm coining it, it's mine. Well done, you should write, you should, uh, <laughs> you know, what you need to do is, I don't know how people register, you know when people have diseases named after them, like Parkinson's disease and, and, and stuff like that. I'm call it jelly disease or sure, something. We can, we can tell that the patient had a stroke because um, at uh, five minutes past eleven exactly, his arm went jellyfied. Jellyfied. We did 15 minutes ops around the clock. It's still jellified. It's still jellified. And, <laughs> yeah. and people will be, uh, doctors will be training at doctor school. I don't know where it's going. Well, of course, and uh, jellification, the term uh, coined by a cat in uh, 2011, for all the, uh, the, the symptoms of the stroke. Wow. So, okay, so you had a stroke. So, and, and what, so, okay, go on. And, um,. Right, I, I, I got better, um, even though I've, I've got brain tumours now, which oh causes strokes. God, right, okay, so. yeah. Sucks to be me, but never mind. Yeah. Um, she said sucks, so she said sucks, don't worry. Sucks to be, sucks to be me. Yeah. Um, so my friends uh, give, like, gave me a dead arm, but they don't, like, a lot of they'll know now, so they'll punch me in the other side. Oh. But, um, like, it's, it's pretty much dead still. It still moves and things. Yeah. It's, like, weird, but I can't yeah. feel it much. So you could, but, pick up, you could pick up a couple, of, which arm is it, your left arm? My right arm. So you could... Yeah. Are you right-handed? Yeah, it's Ooh, a bit, bit of a bugger, yeah. Bad luck. So you could I pick know. up a cup of tea and stuff with it. Yeah. But you can't really feel it. No, it's strange. Mm. And, um, like, the neurologist puts pins in me now and again. Yeah. He's, he's probably not allowed to do it, but, yeah. yeah, he puts pins in me. I like it. So, um... And I don't feel anything. Well, this, so. is the, this is the trick you need to do. So people give you dead arms on that side and you don't feel it. What yeah, you need do to do that. is you need to, to uh, sit with, um... Uh, like a big pen or one uh, of uh, those things that you, the protractors or whatever. And oh no! Oh, and say, say to your friends, listen. Do you, do you know how hard oh, I am? Look at this. And then the grab it. Grab a fork. Ever. Grab a fork and just stab it into your arm. They'll run. <laughs> they'll be freaked out, cat. They'll be freaked out. They'll think yeah. you're insane. Well, I can punch people twice as hard as well, and it still doesn't hurt. That's, that's what it was. I wow. can give them, but, yeah. yeah. Wow. So it's, it's great. It's great. It's fantastic. Well, listen, how amazing that you've had a stroke, you've got tumours, but you're still looking on the bright side because it's given you a special power. I can beat the crap out of people even better, yeah. <laughs> does it, does it, does it, so you've got super strength in that arm as well, have you? Like, it is. 
is. Kind it's of bionic. really, yeah, it's, it's bizarre. But um, I picked up my friend's glass uh, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. just smashed, but I was like, oh, crap. Well, and listen. she's just like, please stop coming to my house and breaking me. You need to, 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 now, do you think you're going to use this power for good or for evil? I don't know. It depends evil, on the noise, Evil, 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 well, evil, 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 yeah. Evil, Yeah, so we'll go for evil. Cat, what's going to happen? Oh, Cat, stay there. Look, we're getting a text message. It's coming in on the phone line. This never happens. Hang on. Let's have a listen and see what they're saying. Oh, no. I know who it'll be. To listen to the message, me. please hold. We're going to hold, OK. Or to save it, just hang up. We're going to hold. Who's it going to be? Oh. It's Dan. Dan? Waited for ages dot let someone on who can speak back dot brain tumor dot so what? <laughs> what the hell was that? It was like Microsoft spam on speed or something. There was a robot completely dissing you, Cat, for having a... Were they? Yeah, there was a robot saying brain tumor, so what? Unbelievable! We don't think that here, Cat, and I'm sorry you heard that. That was very, very... Oh, it's very, all right. It's OK. I think I know who it is. Um, gonna... what, no, there are naughty people. Hey, listen, you should see the abuse I've been getting recently. Oh, man alive, I've had to go to the police with the abuse no, I've, I've been, been getting. No, I've been reading Twitter. You probably, uh, you probably deserve some of that, I S- would imagine. S- excuse me, I just defended you <laughs> against a robot. I'm, oh, I'm on the robot side, for goodness <laughs> sakes, you and your superpowers, you weird woman. Can they do anything about the tumours, or are they there now? I'm waiting for... No, I've, I've been for my last yeah. um, MRI with contrast dye, yeah. and so I should... It'll be two weeks this Wednesday, so I should be getting the results back of what type of tumours they are. Yeah. So. Oh. They've given me a couple of different, like, breeds that they could be. They've so given you the, the, the good story... And the bad story. They've been imagine. like, mm. well, I was just like, hmm, if it's working on karma, <laughs> I think I, I think I'm going to be not oh, very well. Oh <laughs> no, you sound like cat. Give, give us a call. And let us know how it goes. Yes, I will. Lovely to talk to you. Thank you. Ta ta. There we go. She's got a she's got a superpower. I know. The, the, her arm. People can punch it, and she's stronger in the <laughs> arm. I don't understand that bit. <laughs> That's the weird bit. So I've got a bit of a frog in my throat this evening, and I'm, I'm coughing like a lunatic. Oh, double three, oh, one two three, twelve fifteen is the telephone number. I was going to play um, Catatonia, Mulder and Scully, a song that I actually rather enjoy. I'm afraid I don't have any time now, so instead, what I have to do is I have to queue up one of these and press this. The radio station you have on at the moment is called Ab- Absolute Radio. La la la, baked beans. Yep. Ooh. I used to have such. Uh, a crush on Keris Matthews. Such a crush on Keris. What a woman. And then years ago, um, maybe eight years ago, I was on a show with her and I just couldn't I couldn't talk to her. I was just giggling. Really? Giggling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did it remind you of... Uh, who was that girl, the presenter you, you, you fancied and you had to do a show with her? The lady who does the house... Selling things. Sarah Beanie. Sarah Beanie. Oh, you love oh, Sarah Beanie. Years ago, when I, when I left LBC and before I came here... Uh, although maybe I was here then. I don't know. Anyway, uh, BBC London said, uh, come and do a show for us. Come and do a pilot for a show. And if he goes, well, we'll give you, we'll let you do yeah. lots of shows. It was the only show I did. <laughs> uh, and they said, they said, I said, OK. They said, but we want you to present it with, with someone. Who, what, what women do you like? I went, Sarah Beanie? <laughs> I went, OK, cool. We'll, we'll see you next week. And I turned up and Sarah Beanie was there. And wow. we, we did a radio show together. And it was the weirdest, oddest show, the most incompatible duo Ever, you know, it was a very strange listen, and of course, we did not get the gig. 
Was that was it incompatible because you were just staring because you liked her? Uh, well, we'd kind of met before and we knew each other. You know, we'd, we'd been on a few shows together yeah. and stuff. And she once said in uh, Heat magazine that I was her TV pinup. Yeah, me. Really? Yeah. Karis yeah. Matthews in one hand or Sarah Beanie? I'd have them in both hands. <laughs> what? Doesn't make any sense. Uh, Ian Lee, Absolute Radio. Macca Packer is here the, with the A team, the A team, and we're, we're we're zooming into the future as we take the ship, the ship that is the show, into bold new places. If you want to give us a call this evening, oh double three oh. One, two, three. <laughs> Twelve, fifteen is the telephone number. Lots on, on the plate. I'm, I'm meeting Ringo Starr tomorrow at midday. I'm very nervous because he's a Beatle. And I've, have we got, we've got to play a Beatles song tonight. Have we got a Beatles songs? No, I do, I do what we'll do. We'll have some fun later on. We'll, uh, we'll play a Beatles song. Um, so any suggestions for questions for Ringo? Uh, 033 I ran most of the marathon yesterday, 19 miles. What did you do? If you've done something recently that makes you a little bit special... Uh, and you wish to gloat and really rub it in the faces of lazy people who don't really do a lot. Tonight's the night. Oh, double three oh. Oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. And also, we're quite apathetic here on this show, I think, and we, we need to grow some balls. I'd like to do a protest. Um, I, I, I want to, you know, get some banners made up, maybe a T-shirt, get a slow, catchy slogan, uh, and then get a bunch of us, that means me and you, dear listener, to march somewhere and protest. Maybe hand in, um, um, what, are those things, what are those things called where you sign them? Not documents, not the census, which I sent off today. What are they called? Petition. There we go, petition. Thank you, Macapaka. That is why you are the number one producer in this building right now. Uh, we'll get a petition and we'll hand it in somewhere. But I just need to know what we should protest about. I can't think of anything. I don't really, you know, as I get older, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. So if you've got any ideas, <clears throat> oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen is the telephone number. Chavi Vicky. Hello. Yeah. Alright. What's that buzz on your line? I don't know. I can hear it as well. Um, are you hands free? <laughs> no, it's, it's no. Um, well, what no was what was that? that is. Yeah, that was a, a an unnecessarily dirty laugh, <laughs> and so was that one. Have you it wasn't got so- intended to be. Have you got a gentleman between your legs? No, I no? haven't. Oh, OK, OK, I just thought I'd ask. Because some people do that. Some people, uh, we have had a couple phone up before, and they were at it. Like rabbits? Um, well, <clears throat> they say at it like rabbits. Do, do rabbits actually yeah, have... Yeah, you know, they multiply like you wouldn't believe. But do, but do they not just have lots of babies in one go? No, 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 they're <clears throat> just constantly at it. Really? Yeah. Jesus, what, why? Uh, I don't know, because they don't enjoy sex. Only humans and dolphins enjoy sex. Yeah, but not together. That's the thing no, I found no, out no, the no, hard way. Together. Rabbits are, are horrible, really horrible, vicious creatures, and I hate them. And uh, although I'm a vegetarian and I'm, f- I'm well into my animal rights, if um, the, the David Cameron passed a law tomorrow saying that we are going to cull every rabbit in the country, wild, those in zoos, I don't know if they're in zoos, uh, and pet rabbits, I would, uh, he would get my vote. I've actually got two scars, <clears throat> one on my tummy and one on my arm yep. from being ra- um, being kicked by a rabbit. Wow, yeah, that, that's what they do. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're v- horrible, vicious little... So- even the, cu- the cute, fluffy ones are the are worst. The worst. Mm-hmm. They're the worst. God. They're guinea pigs. No. Well, guinea pigs eat each other. No, no they don't. They're yes, gerbils. they do. Well, they're... they're, they're no, they're, no, guinea pigs no. are social animals. They like living together. Gerbils... Eat each other. I've had gerbils eat them. Part of me can't work out if putting a guinea pig in... You know those plastic balls you put them in, they run around? Guinea pigs don't go in plastic balls. Have you seen the size of guinea pigs? You get a big plastic ball. 
No. Yeah. You don't need a plastic ball for guinea pigs. Yes, you do. Of course no, you do. You I've seen a guinea pig in a big plastic ball. Well, that's just wrong. They what? don't need to be in a plastic ball. What do you put in plastic balls in? I had house guinea pigs that you just used to run around the garden. No, 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 because they, um, they can shrink to the size of a pea and, and get through um, mouse holes. Guinea pigs are like the size of, like... I don't, I don't know. know. You're thinking of tigers. It's... Vicky, you've called in about something. You're yeah. embarrassing yourself. What, what, come on now. Right, Focus. OK. You say, you're seeing Ringo Starr tomorrow and you want questions <clears> for him. <throat> yes, I do. Okay. What you need to ask him yeah. is whether he thinks it's OK for you to blow um, Barry out Sorry? for his show. Oh, ah, yeah, that's not a bad idea, actually. No, 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 it's a very good idea. Uh, it is a very good idea. It's one of those interviews, right, where you've got ten minutes and there will be someone sat there with a stopwatch. There will literally be someone with a stopwatch, right? Mm-hmm. And you never know, whenever I do interviews, I only generally, apart from um, Pablo Francisco, whatever he's called, the awful American comedian, I generally only get people in that I really, really like, OK? And a lot of them, you, I kind of know, because I've seen them be interviewed a lot, I kind of know what I can get away with and how far I can push it. With Ringo, I have no idea what I can get away with and no idea how far I can push it. I'm sure he'll be lovely and charming, but he might not take to my cocky um, sense of humour. So I don't know. But yes, if, if I will know... Within if, th- if he doesn't mind the cocky sense of humour, you have to ask him that question. If I, if, I, I, I will know within 30 seconds of whether I can get away with it or not or whether I'm just going to talk about Ringo Starr's all-star band. I uh, like that. I don't. I don't think the he's going to be like he that. The Thomas the Tank Engine yeah. makes me think he's not going to be like that. He have a guess how old he is. Uh, about sixty-four. He's seventy years old. What? Ringo Starr is seventy. Years. Oh I'm my interviewing God. a seventy-year-old man. Oh, it's Paul McCartney. He's got to be like sixty-seven or something. Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. How old is Paul McCartney? Please, dear listener. <laughs> he's he's their late sixties. Yeah, no, that's just that's just crazy. What they should have done as they went through their 60s is they should have reenacted famous Beatles things from that year. So, like, when Paul was 64, he should have gone to America for the first time. Or, like, when he was 65, he should have had some acid or something. You know, just kind of kept, yeah. like, you know, and then tweeted about it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, they, they should do stuff like that. <clears throat> Can I just say one thing before you cut me off? Um, OK, I'm hovering over the cut-off okay. button. you pooed yourself. Yeah. I just find that highly amusing. Well, you you would do, Vicky, because you've never achieved anything in your life. You're a, you're a, a single <laughs> I single my parent. Driving test the other day. Oh, for goodness sake! Yeah. Listen, your, your husband left you. You have got two kids, and, <laughs> and I've spoken to both of them on the radio, and they're a bloody mess, if you ask me. And you uh, pooed yourself. Yes, because yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. At least I can hold no, my. Go away, for goodness sake! Unbelievable. I wasn't having a single parents there and single mothers before. You all jump on that bandwagon. I was just saying that Vicky's life has been one spectacular fail. Uh, whereas mine has been nothing but successful and glorious. Henry! Hello! Yes, sir! Hi, good morning. Good evening. It's not the morning till you had a sleep. No, I've been working since midday. So what? Uh, well, yeah, well, I'm still going. Uh, yeah, about Brilliant. the marathon. Yes, sir. Did, you, right, run, did yes. you run it yesterday? No, I didn't run it yesterday, but I have run it. I run my own business now at the moment, so I ain't got time to run the marathon. You haven't got time to run the marathon. It's only a few hours. A few hours. It's sleep less. Yeah, if I get any less sleep, I won't be sleeping at all. But anyway, anyway they're the same distance. They, they are. They have to start the women in a different place from the Sorry? men because the men outnumber the women that are in a, yeah. that are going for a competitive time. But the women's the women's marathon is about a mile shorter. This is no, just not, over twenty five miles. miles. I used to run it. I used to run it with women. You used to run the women's marathon. No, I used to run it with women. We were, when was the last time the race was smaller? When was the last time you ran a marathon? Oh, well, an actual marathon, last yeah. time I ran one was about 20... 
Okay, this. It's probably about twenty odd years ago. Okay, well then you will uh, will be aware that this rule was brought in eight years ago. Really? Yes, sir. In two thousand and three, well, I, I was doing half marathons up until three years. Half ago. Half marathons are the, the men and women run half marathons the same distance, but they run yeah. women run shorter marathons. Well, that's a new one on me. It's true. I, I, it was always that the the, the no. women ran the same distance as the men, but because the, the, there were so many men yeah. running, yeah. the women started in a different place to give them a fair chance. At, uh, what do you call it? Well, also, they, uh, if they started the, the women, the, the, if they start the women further down the track, then the men will run faster because it'd be like Benny Hill going. Wah! But yeah, so it's, it's in two thousand. I'm looking at it on uh, Wikipedia now. In two thousand and three, the yeah. change was brought in, um, and they've they've shortened the women's marathon. It's just over twenty five miles because um, they were they were losing, and I'll put this delicately. They were losing too many women. Just that extra uh, mile and a half was uh, was proving fatal. No, I didn't know that. But you got me there. Well, yeah. you learn something every day. You do, Henry. Listen, <laughs> thank you very much for calling, and well done for running a business. It's uh, not to be sneezed at. That's a strange phrase, isn't it? Not to be sneezed at. Why? What's wrong? I had a fantastic sneeze today. I was looking up at the sky, uh, and boy, this sneeze came from nowhere. I had no idea it was going to come on me. Wonderful. Kieran, when did you last have a good sneeze? Um, would have been this morning. There we go, you see. It's, it's, it's a massive one. I think I heard it from downstairs. There we go. That's it. If you, can, if you can disturb people on another floor, you know you are sneezing like a good un. Oh, yeah, I definitely make a point so that everyone knows I'm sneezing. Seriously. I don't understand these people. Macapaca, you, you'll have come up. You, although you look like the sort that might do it, Macapaca. It's generally girls, but sometimes you'll be surprised <laughs> by a man that does it. And they go... Oh. That's the, they do, let's go... And that's not a sneeze. I, I, I totally agree, and I'm actually a little bit offended that you well, think you, I'm you, one of those sort of people. You look quite effete. Is that a word? Effete? Eff, eff, effeminate? I think effete is a word, though, that means effeminate. Oh. Oh, I think uh, it is. You look the sort. You got. I think you got very narrow shoulders, and that always makes me suspicious. Uh, uh, no, I've got. Um, my, my friends say I can't believe I'm saying this to you, but so, my friends say I've got uh, lady fingers in a box under the stairs. <laughs> uh, lady fingers. Yeah. Why do they call? There's a vegetable called lady fingers. But okra. It's, okra. Thank you. Yeah. But it's. But, but lady fingers aren't green and edible, as far as I remember. This is true. That's a very bizarre name to give a vegetable. A very strange name, but, de- but delicious. Delicious. Mm. Kieran, what do you want? Um, well, I just... Um, a while ago you were talking about um, how you find zombies attractive and things with this one guy. Um, about well, no, let's, 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 let's focus on this. Not all zombies. I just think that some just... zombie women, the ones that have just turned into zombies, okay. are very, very sexy. Okay, fair enough. Because is that wild abandon about them. They just mm. don't care. Hmm. Yeah, I guess you're right. I am. Kieran, how old are you? 16. You'll learn. You'll <laughs> learn. You'll wait. One morning you'll wake up with strange sensations in your body and you'll go, hmm, lady zombies have just turned. I'd see what he, that guy was talking about now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I just, I was just wondering what you plan to do when the zombie apocalypse finally comes. Like, what are you actually going to do? We, we've had this conversation already. Have you? I've done this like four times in the last five weeks. Okay. I would. Eat, well, it depends. If they got my family, I would probably kill myself. Um, I, the weapons I would. If they didn't, I would um, go and go to the mountains. The weapons I would choose are a machine gun, uh, a chainsaw, and a flamethrower. Okay. Um, and I would kick some serious zombie ass. Mm. 
And I would start up a little band of, of um, people, and we would go and live in the mountains. I've got a CB radio, so I would be the leader. Um, and uh, that would be that. Yeah, my school um, across the road from me has got an armory, so we get GP raffles from there. The school across <laughs> the road from you has got an armory. Where do you, where do you live? In New York City or something? Ness, um, Whitgift in South Croydon. There's a school in Croydon that's got, that's got guns? Yeah, we've got an armory. So you it's, are uh, talking out of your teenage backside. I am not. A school... I'm telling you. you are telling we have me. a shooting club. We have a rifle a, club. A school in Croydon yeah. trusts you little oiks with guns? We have a CCF combined uh, cadet force. It's a military thing. Oh, I used to do that. Oh, goodness sakes. Burn the guns. Melt the guns. Melt the guns, Kieran. Melt the guns. We don't need them. Why? We don't need them. Really? Yeah, we don't need guns. Why do we need guns? Because of anarchists. When was the last time an anarchist was shot in this country? Probably about 1915. Yeah, I know, but, you know, whenever there's, like, a massive global panic or, like, a countrywide panic, yes. people are going to rise up and you need to, like, control them. When was... When, when did that last happen in this country, Kieran? It's just, like, human nature. When... When... OK. When did that last happen in this country that there was a massive panic and uprising and people had to be controlled with guns? When did that happen? A long time ago. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you. I have to stop this song <clears throat> because my mate Dave, Northern Dave, is listening. This is the kind of text I get from my friends. Ian, I'm being a knob. I'm listening in the car. Say hello. Dave, I will do no such thing. Apologies for interrupting the record. Bye. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. Do you use the internet, Macapaka? Pardon? Do you... Do you use the internet? I do use the internet, yes. Do you go on forums? Um, only for work. People on forums are right asses, aren't they? Yeah. And then they're horrible. I've had a great um, weekend. I was bored at bits of it, um, winding up people on the forum about talk sport. They've been slagging off um, Matt Ford, who I think is brilliant. Right? And people get on the forum, they're going, yeah, but you're his mate. I'm his mate because I thought his show was so brilliant. I sent him an email saying, oh, I think your show's brilliant. Yeah. Can we go out for lunch and we'll talk about radio and stuff? Yeah. I think he's brilliant, right? That's a nice thing to do. It is a nice thing. I think his show's great. I think his sh- he, he is the best phone-in uh, radio host uh, in this country at the moment, mm. without a shadow of a doubt. Better than me. I'm, I'm kind of a bit off par at the moment, and he's, he's better than me at the moment. Uh, and uh, it's on this digital spy forum, it's just full of arseholes. Just horrible, horrible, yeah. you know, bullies and cowards and stuff like that. So I've just I, I great fun going in there and stirring her up a bit and, and, um, <laughs> and winding up. And they all get so... <laughs> and one guy, kept, well, his comeback was, I only spend two hours a day on this forum. <laughs> I only spend two hours a day on a forum? Is that all? Jeez. <coughs> I couldn't believe it. That was I only spent two hours a day on the forum. What have you got me for? That's outrageous. And they always go under and their pseudonyms and yeah, you know. Then hey, listen, we do we do this job and it's fine. And of course, we're open to criticism and stuff like that. But these people, what they do is they, they used to do it for me. They don't do it so much when I was on another station. They don't do it so much now. But um, but this Matt Ford guy, they go uh, looking forward to listening to Matt's show tonight. I bet it's the same old rubbish. <laughs> Here's a suggestion: if there's a show you don't, don't like, don't listen to it. Switch off the radio or find another radio station. Or listen to a podcast of a show you like, or watch a film, or go and make love to your wife, or read a book, or go and do something for charity. Go and do anything. Yeah. It's, and this show's on like one till six in the morning. Yeah. So they'll listen. 
like four in the morning. I go, yeah, <clears throat> same old rubbish. <laughs> he's playing tapes of the highlights. He's talking about football now. He shouldn't be talking about football. That's for the others, for Stan Collymore to do. <laughs> you can sing for crying out loud. It's just a radio yeah. show. You don't like it. He won't be there forever. He might be gone in a week. He might be gone in six years. He won't be there forever. Same with me. I might be... Uh, you know, hopefully I will be here for, for a while, but I might, my contract runs out in January. Who knows? I might do something tomorrow, get taken off the air. Who knows? Mm. You don't like this. It's, 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 it's sad to yeah. live to complain. To live to complain, exactly. And that's, that's what they're doing. And it's just, um, you know, I, I just find I, it would be great. It would be great if, if the, I don't know who the head of the internet is. It's probably Richard Branson or someone. I don't know who it is. But if the head of the internet um, decided to say, right, what we're going to do is we're going to close all... All forums are going to close down because um, they just incite bullying, cowardly bullying, and um, it's very unpleasant and uh, you know, creates a lot of power. And the world would instantly, bam, instantly be a much better place. Instantly be a much better place. It used to upset me. <clears throat> what they say on these forums, it used to upset me quite a lot. I, I, I genuinely don't care now. And I do take great, great pleasure going on there and... Um, and winding them up. You can imagine them in their bedrooms in their pants going... is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, Tony, no, one up, be with you after this. In the absolute radio, 0330, 123-1215 is the telephone number. We're talking protests, we're talking marathons, we're talking idiots on forums, and whatever you fancy. Let's go to um, Callum and Charlie. Yes. Hello, Ian. Yes. Can you hold on a second? We're just putting you on the TV. Okay, you do. Yeah, we're, put, we're putting you on the TV. We just, we, can I sing Happy Birthday to somebody, or can you join in? Nope. Oh, go on, Ian. Yeah, you want to say. That's never going to happen. Can, can we put a little dedication on the radio, then? Nope, nope. Alright, bugger that. How, how was the marathon? I saw your tweets on Facebook, on Twitter, even. Right, you need to turn the television off. The TV is turned off. How was the marathon? It was, I it saw was, on Twitter, you were knackered. It was, hard work, it was hard work, it was hard work, and at 90 miles I thought, sod this, I'm going home. Nothing, nothing's hard work for a celebrity like you. Yeah, well, exactly, I should have been carried around on a sedan chair. You should, you should have been like on the magic carpet, Caravan London. Have they invented magic carpets yet that actually fly? They must have done by now. They, I'm sure, I'm sure they do, or if not, I'll buy one for you, we'll find one for you. They must have done, I did, I forgot about the magic carpet, but they must have invented, they must have the technology now where you can make a carpet fly. They they must have, me and Barry from Watford, we'll go for a ride around London, a bit of sightseeing, London Eye. Okay. I'm never, I'm never going to meet you, Callum. Oh, you are. No, you are. No, 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 no. Never going to meet you. Never going to meet you. Do you really? Do you want to put some money on that? Well, I'll pop, I'll pop down. I'll pop down to Absolute Radio. Happy birthday, Beth. We'll pop down to Absolute Radio. Aha! I dumped. I dumped that so it didn't go out on the radio. I dumped it. Oh, yeah. And I'm cutting you off before you can get it in again. Ha, 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 in your... <laughs> don't try and sneak a birthday wish through. <laughs> don't try and sneak a birthday wish through, for goodness sakes. We're better than that. Uh, Joanna. Good evening, Joanna. Hello. You're right. Oh, there's a little giggle there. Are you nervous? No. You should be, because I'm going to be really nasty to you. I won't at all. I'll be lovely. OK. What can I do for you? Just wanted to chat. OK. Well, t- t- go on, then. What is your biggest fear? 
um, having a nervous girl phone up who doesn't say much and say she wants to have a chat. Okay, that's nice. What's your biggest fear? I'm not scared of anything. You're not scared of anything? Nope. How about a spider in your mouth? Um, no. How, how old are you, Joanna? 14. Okay, I won't, I won't say the next thing I was going to say then. <laughs> Mr. Grace won't be listening. Yeah. Um, how about 100 spiders? Okay, this, this will scare you, right? Um, is, is your mum around? Not ne- literally, but is she like, alive and stuff? Yeah. Okay, so you're talking to your mum. And do you get on with your mum? Yeah. Right, so you're talking to your mum and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just sat there, and she's just sat there, and she's talking, and then suddenly her eyes roll into the back of her head, right? So you just see the whites of her eyes, right? And she starts shaking, and you're like, oh, my God, Mum. And then she opens her mouth, and a thousand spiders and snakes come out. No, that wouldn't scare me. What? That wouldn't scare you? No. That's the scariest thing in the world! (laughs) (coughs) There is no... How can that not scare you? Your mum is sat there, and she's, like, foaming at the mouth a bit, and a a thousand spiders and snakes come out. Uh Uh-huh. That wouldn't scare you? Nope. Wow, you're tough. Fair play. No, fair play, Joanna. If that, mm-hmm. if that wouldn't scare you, then you are very, very tough. Maybe you're just a crybaby. Well, I'm a crybaby because I'd be scared of a thousand spiders <laughs> and snakes coming out my mum's mouth. Yep. I'd be terrified. <laughs> Why? Why? They're not going to do anything to you. Well, the, 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 they're, they're just going to crawl out her mouth. Yeah, OK. But they're, uh, Well, they might crawl into my mouth and into my gut. They would only crawl into your mouth if you had your mouth open. No, they could prise it open. A snake, like one snake, a tiny snake could like sliver through my teeth and that would like open it and then uh, the rest could climb in. But what if you strangled the snake? There's a thousand of them! (laughs) Well, then you get a bat and then you start hitting them. I haven't got a bat! Well, I do, so... Well, then there you go, Joanna. You're prepared for... She thought we planned it. She's prepared for any eventuality. And when the zombies come... I can hit the zombies with them as well. Joanna, I know you're 14, but have you started drinking? No. Okay. Anything else, Joanna? No. We'll say good evening then. That was weird, (laughs) wasn't it? It was (laughs) a little bit. Let's have the monkey, shall we? I love the monkeys. I love that song. It's genuinely one of my favourite songs in the world. Whenever I hear it, good things happen. But tomorrow, I'm interviewing the drummer of the monkeys' greatest rivals. Of course, Ringo Starr from the Beatles. So shall we? Shall we, kids? Oh, yes, we shall. I'd like to be under the sun in the shade. There's one bit in this song towards the end when it really rocks out. This is a great remix version. Knows where we've been. Yeah. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. Oh, look, it's 20 to 1 already. How did that happen? Mark Crosby, Stills and Nash uh, is on at uh, 1 o'clock. There's loads of calls. Let's rattle through these. One nut! Hello, sweetheart. We haven't got time for this. What? Hurry up! There's lots of things as zombies. Um, I'm not scared of spiders, I'm scared of wasps. And I jumped off Middlesbrough Transporter Bridge for charity. 
were you tied to a bit of plastic? I was tied to a little, like, like this, this sort of, you know, bungee rope. I wouldn't... The, the, the bungee jump is, yeah. is the most oh, ridiculous. Yeah. I know, I'm, I'm commenting on it now, so you can keep quiet. Yeah. The bungee jump is the most ridiculous uh, form of... Uh, could you stop rattling your phone one, nut? <clears throat> Thank you. Sorry. The bungee jump is the most ridiculous um, form of fundraising ever. Yes. But it was for charity. I would, I would rather just write a cheque. I would say, what, how much would I raise? £500? Here, let me just, uh, hang on a second. Five. Whoa, 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 I raised, we, what, pounds. excuse me? How much raised did you? £1,000. You raised £1,000? Yes. You personally, from doing your bungee jump? Me and a friend raised £1,000. Ah! Pounds. <laughs> ha! For cancer so, research. So what? that works out at £500 each. But so even I, I was, No, no, no. So that works out at £500 each. Yes, okay. Thank you very yes. much. One night's very nice to talk to you. Were you funny from inside a vacuum cleaner or something? <laughs> no. Okay. What's that noise? What noise? <laughs> that noise. Let's everyone be quiet. Listen. I can't hear it. Hmm. You can't hear that noise. No, I can't hear that noise. Well, okay. We we all can. So, um, what can we do for you, Ali? Uh, well, you said earlier, call us if you've done something you wanted to gloat about. Yeah, but, oh, please do. Rub it in our faces, sir. Right, well, I just climbed a crane. What, now? Yeah. Are you at the top of a crane? No, not at the moment. Oh. No, I've come down now. OK, why did you climb a crane? Because me and some mates fancy climbing a crane. Jeez, how high is the crane? Uh, about 25 storeys. Uh, so, I'm assuming you've done this illegally. You don't, you're not a crane operator. No, uh, unlawfully. Okay, well, we, we I, have to I, we have I, to say to cover my ass uh, that we don't. Don't con- try this at home, kid. Yeah, don't try this at home, and we, of course, do not in any way condone the illegal uh, climation of the aforementioned <laughs> crane. <laughs> what? What? Are you not worried that you're going to fall off and die? No, I'm not going to fall off and die. Was crane it? operators don't fall off and die, do well, they? Well, no, but crane operators have. I think. I think I'm correct in saying this. They have jetpacks in case they do fall off. I think that's, that's not true. Parachutes? No. OK. Is it... You're climbing... It's just like a ladder, is it, you climb up? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a ladder in there. Well, I've got... But then, uh, there's a ladder, but then yeah. like, at the top bit of the crane, there isn't a ladder. And I've got, like... Me and a mate who did it, we've oh, got, God. like, rope and harnesses and stuff like that. So we climbed the last bit with rope and harnesses. Where did you get rope and harnesses from? <laughs> Well, I do, I do rock climbing. Oh, as well. he's, a, he's yeah. not just some lad out on the lash. He's a bloody <laughs> oh, rock no. climber. This is, this is more safety equipment. We use more safety equipment than the people who actually operate the crane use. Then, did you film it? Have you got photos of this? Yeah, yeah, it's for photos and filming it. Okay. That's all. Do you know how, you know the really big cranes, right? Yeah. Do you know how they, what they need to uh, put them up? Yeah, cranes. They need a crane to put a <laughs> crane up. But then how do they get that yeah, crane up? That's well, insane. They build, what they do is they build themselves. They, they, what they do is they hoist the section up themselves, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then under the cab, they sort of yeah. slot it in yeah. and then climb up yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, was getting, it was getting a little bit dull. <laughs> and that was my fault. Ali, well done, although very, very naughty and, and shame on you. We don't condone that at all. It, it was getting a little bit dull there. But to it build a crane, there. you need a crane. Mm. It's ridiculous yeah. behaviour. Ridiculous. It is a bit weird. Stupid. 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 Um, oh, for Let's go to Noel Taylor. Yes, go on. 
I've, I've just thought of a, an invention, a lift for a crane. You can stop emailing us, Noel. OK. I, I tell you why, because you send so many emails that yeah. Eloise, when she uh, used to work here, and now myself and Macapaca, we don't read them. OK. So I All would right. just suggest, save yourself. I mean, if you want to send them, do send them. But mm. whenever we see an, uh, an email uh, from Noel Taylor, we skip to the next I'm, one. I haven't sent one for ages. You sent one... Um, I, I had one in my inbox when I came in. You couldn't have done. I could have done, and indeed, I did do. It wasn't do. me. It was it from me. Noel Taylor, yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, uh, right um, yeah, I did. Paul McCartney's, Paul McCartney's 48, by the way. 48? Sorry, 68, 68. <laughs> there we go, thank you. <laughs> uh, um, Thursday the 14th and one today. You sent one today, Noel. Well, I didn't. But, you you um, did, at 10.57. I didn't. You, you did... Um, you sent one at 10.57 today, yes. And then you, you sent one on Thursday the 14th. And yes. before that, you sent one on the 5th. And before that, you sent one on the... Tw- you sent two on the 28th of March. One on the 24th. One on the 23rd. Two on the 22nd. One on the 21st. One on the 17th. Two on the 16th. One on the 15th. All right, OK. So, uh, um, I've, got, I've got an idea for, for you. Um... I think you'd be a good double act on the 17th of June at the Watford uh, Palace Theatre um, with uh, Alex, with uh, uh, Barry from Watford, I should say. Yes, what? what? I, I think you'd be a great double act. Right. So that's just a suggestion. Um, my invention to make people rich, your listeners rich, yes. is a dog relief stop. So you know, you know how uh, you, you can bump into people on blind corners street corners yes yeah well, well what you do is you have this box it's a bit like um you know the uh gritting uh boxes you uh for the councils yes it's a little bit like that and it's like the lids at an angle so that uh, a dog can cock its leg up and uh it's got salt in it so it can be used as a dual purpose so it can be used for getting rid of the ice off roads and it's a dog relief stop. But you got, but that's the, literally your worst idea ever. And you've had some pretty bad ideas, because you cannot Ooh. control, you cannot control where a dog goes. But they're intelligent creatures. Uh, mm. a lot well, of people they're not. They're not. They are dogs, dogs are not. Cle- dogs are stupid. Some dogs are very, very. No, clever. I think not. it depends on the breed. Dogs is yeah. well stupid. They're all stupid. Yeah. Didn't you watch uh, Britain's Got Talent the other day? No. Uh, with those two performing dogs. They I didn't amazing. Watch, I didn't watch Britain's Got Talent, partly because I don't like seeing mentally ill people um, being um, uh, used in such a way. Apart yeah, from, I did, I did apply from, for it once. Now, there we go, you see. I don't mind making <laughs> the odd exception myself, but um, generally. Yeah. I've applied for quite a few things like that. Like, um, yeah, OK. Uh, let's, uh, what was that idea? I, I, didn't, I wasn't actually listening, to be honest. When, whenever Noel comes on, this is true, and I feel a bit bad. I don't, no, I don't feel bad, sorry. Whenever he comes on, I, I use it as an opportunity to check my emails. <laughs> <laughs> and I did, I was checking my emails then, and, um, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony in Epsom. Hello, it's Tony. I know that, uh, hence I used yeah. your name to introduce you. That is correct. <laughs> um, correct. I am Tony. Uh, again, yes. again, we have established that, yes. Is it? Yes. This is Tony, yes? Yes. Uh, you would be correct, my friend. Excellent, uh, yes. my friend. I yes. would like to say that your idea for a petition is uh, marvellous. OK, well, yes. but can I just reiterate, for anyone who's just tuned on early, who hates this show but has tuned in for the <laughs> Mark Crosley show, uh, which starts at one o'clock, he's coming, don't worry. 
Uh, we're looking to start a protest on this show about something we don't know yeah. what. We're going to get a petition, we're going to get banners, we're going to go all go on a yeah, march, yeah. maybe, you know, have, yeah. have a bit of, a bit of lunch afterwards. I don't know. <laughs> but we're going to, you know... Um, a bit of lunch. A bit of lunch. And Tony has um, called in. You've got an idea for us, have you, Tony? Tony, yes. Um, is this Tony? I was, yes, it is Tony. Yes, correct. Um, Tony. I would, yes. Um, I would like to <laughs> ban hay fever. Uh, it's disgusting habit. Um, yeah. I've it, had it habit. before, but... Yeah. No, yes. Yes, it's a habit. Um, yeah. you, you, is, uh, you know, you yeah. can choose to have it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a, well. The thing is, this is the question, isn't it? That they that, that yeah. is asked often: Is it a lifestyle yeah. choice, or are you born with it? Oh no, hang on, that's homosexuality. You're saying hay fever. <laughs> hay is, fever. Yes. Okay. I do get the Correct. two confused sometimes, which is going to be terribly <laughs> embarrassing. Boys, some of the parties I've been to. I feel your pain, brother. Thank you. Um, yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Hay fever. I think it should be banned. Yes. 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 Okay. Okay. That's not a bad. That's that's not a bad suggestion. Actually, well, I could see know, us marching through yeah. the streets with banners proclaiming that hay fever should be outlawed. Yeah. I'm, yes, I, and a huge tissue <clears throat> as well to blow our noses. We we could do the uh, uh, yes. We could do uh, the the um uh what's the word for the thing you sign? Petition. We could do the uh, petition, petition on a tissue. We could be a petition. Oh, oh, I like that. Now, now you see where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. this is going all the way to the top most of the pop most. Yeah, we get get Kleenex yeah. to sponsor it. Kleenex man size, but yep. uh, human size. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Is this well, Tony? Is this Tony? Uh, yes. Well, thanks for calling. Tony. What was your name again? Well, Sorry, caller. Uh, Tony. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> Julie. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Julie. Oh, goodness, so. why, why can't you remember the word? Oh, I've just cut Julie off. Hang on, Tony. Are you still there? Hello. Yeah, I meant to cut you off. I've cut Julie off. Hang on a second. Let me um call her back. I've cut him off now. Sorry, I don't. I was. Uh... <clears throat> I don't know why I can't remember the word petition. I don't know. That's, That's right. what the question was. I don't know why I can't remember it. Had a busy weekend. Julie, so Aww, I do apologise. I wasn't. I wasn't angry at you pointing out my weaknesses at all. Uh, I meant to cut that freak off and I cut you off. I don't know why I can't remember the word petition. I, now, this is interesting, right? I, I, there, the last six months or so, there have been more and more simple words that yeah. I can't remember. Oh, and no. I've started using different words. Now, is it because I'm a dad and that's what dads do? I don't know. Is it because I've not been getting much sleep? Or is it because of... I'm ill. I don't know. Oh, well, it could be a combination of all kinds of things, but, you know... Hypochondriac... Hyper, dying off, oh, I think. me is, is thinking, what is wrong? What is going on? Oh, no. It happens to us all. It happens to us all. Anyway, yes. I wanted to talk about you doing this marathon, because I did the London Marathon in 2001. Yes. And I like to consider myself, 2001, a race oddity. Yes, there we go. And I, I but, like the thing with the, but the thing with the, <clears throat> the, the poo, having a poo... Yeah. When you're doing the yeah. marathon, yeah. my I used to run quite a lot, but I don't anymore because I knackered my knees up. Yeah. But I used to the poo used to disappear back up my bum. So we must hang have on a second. Hang on a second. Uh, I just want you to clip this bit. <laughs> can you get, can you just say that sentence again? Yeah, it used to disappear up my bum. Use 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 the whole. Use, say <laughs> say the poo used to disappear up my bum. Away you go. Yes. Say it. The poo used to disappear up my bum. Can I get a clip of that? Put oh, my cool. case, yeah, we'll do. There no we go. Uh, um, well, Julie, that's that's not something you 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 sound like such a nice lady, <laughs> and that's not something that you hear every day, <laughs> is it? Which I don't know why I find it so easy to talk about. Really, no, <laughs> but you sound so normal like... and, and, and vaguely posh, and uh... I am. 
normal. Oh, not posh at all. But I do, I do it for a job as well. I clean people's bums from living in the hospital all day oh, long. I've, I've... So I mean, I suppose it's kind of common nature to me. Oh well, listen. You know, I I have cleaned um, people's backsides, and uh, yeah, it's it's well, you, you know well, you've done it. You do it once. It's like well, you know whatever. Well, exactly. It's a, uh, you know. But well done you for anything new, is it? Well, well, exactly. Well done you for doing it though, and it is it isn't a particularly nice job, but you know, well done. It's, uh, <laughs> someone someone has to do it, and uh, good for you. Well, oh, thank, can I just can I just tell you quickly about uh, yeah, living on. in Liverpool? Yeah, go and um, when when I was eight years old, yeah. the Beatles were like big, big, big. Nineteen sixty three, it was, yeah. and they were like massive icons to me. Yeah. And like you, when you were going on about Ringo, Ringo earlier, tomorrow. I thought, oh wow, it's, it's this thing, isn't it, about yeah. the Beatles? They, they are they um, are magical, you know. They're magical. Yeah. I'm, 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 just so... What should I ask Ringo tomorrow? I don't know, but I was just going to say, I, I finally got, finally came to Liverpool yeah. after just thinking the place was so iconic yeah. that I couldn't even visit there. Now, no. does that make me sound really weird, or do you not kind of know what I mean? Truly, that doesn't make you sound weird. The bit when you said about your poo going back <laughs> up your bum, <laughs> that made you sound weird. Julie, I've got to move on, so we're running out of time. Thank you very much for that. What a lovely lady. Uh, probably last call of the night is uh, Rob Bonet. Yay! Yay! Save the you're the best around. <laughs> Nothing's ever gonna put you down. And thanks for <laughs> yeah, thanks for treating me like an idiot. I know how to use mega upload. Wait till the countdown finishes, fool. It's a raw file. Extract it, and then it'll be MP3. Listen, you muppet. Listen, some of the things you say sometimes, Sorry? and I think, what bus has he just fell off? Considering he does games podcasts. I'm a I'm a technological genius. What's a hundred? Anyway, how are you? I'm all right, thank you very much. I'm reading... Protests? Yes. Right. People protest to get people, like, up in saintlyhood, right? Yeah. Logic of thought. Mother Teresa did a lot of good work, not really fit. Yeah, Okay. that's true, that's true. Princess Diana, some people found her fit, did a lot of good charity work. Yeah, yeah. I walked past her in the street once and I thought she was stunning. Well, this is the one. Here we go. Nell McAndrew! Ooh. She did the marathon again. She yesterday. did do the marathon. Yes, yes, I saw her. Yeah, looked super fit. Fit, yeah. Ooh. And I had a nutty picture of her on my wall through uni years. Oh, good lad. So that's option one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What to make her become get... a saint? Yeah, Saint Nell McAndrew. Okay, would it, or think... Mother yeah. Nell McAndrew. What would it be? I couldn't call Nell McAndrew Mother Saint. We'll make her a saint. Dame, isn't it? Dame. She called me Daddy. Anyway. Oh dear God. <laughs> I'm waiting for the clock. We've got 30 seconds. I don't know if I can... Maybe I will right. finish early. My second part is, oh, obviously, yeah. I'm blessed. Yes. And this is a problem in life. Now, this may affect you, Ian. When I buy swimming trunks, they're too tight. Right. So, yeah. up front, we need more material. Yeah. Do you suffer from that? I can't say I've ever noticed, no. Yeah, Fandango doesn't smell much these days. Does she? Right, I'm going to cut you off, Rob, because you're an idiot. <laughs> there we go. So, Macapaka, lovely, excellent work, as always. Uh, what does it feel to be part of the team now? Oh, I'm very honoured, and I'm... Um, Good for you, doing you a fantastic know. job. I'm one of the best producers I've worked with. Uh, see you tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Do listen to see you tomorrow uh, at 11 o'clock? But pray for me at 12 when I'm uh, interviewing Ringo Starr. Mark Crosley, Stills and Nash is up next. If you missed the show, do download the podcast. I'll be back tomorrow at 11. Ta-ta. Break.